Hey, Outcomes Rocket listeners, Saul Marquez here. I get what a phenomenal asset a podcast could be for your business and also how frustrating it is to navigate editing and production, monetization, and achieving the ROI you're looking for. Technical busy work shouldn't stop you from getting your genius into the world though. You should be able to build your brand easily with a professional podcast that gets attention. A patched up podcast could ruin your business. Let us do the technical busy work behind the scenes while you share your genius on the mic and take the industry stage. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket. Saul Marquez is here, and today I have the privilege of hosting Eric Levin. He is the CEO of Scripta Insights, a healthcare IT solution and employee benefit company that saves self-insured employers and its employees millions of dollars on prescription drugs each year, putting money where it belongs, back in their pockets. He's a seasoned executive and serial entrepreneur who's created or managed products that have sold well in excess of $5 billion. He's been involved in more than 32 mergers and acquisitions and helped grow several companies from startup through large-scale global success. Eric joined Scripta because he believes the U.S. is in a healthcare crisis situation where drug prices are just too high and people can't afford the medicine they need. He has turned his energy and expertise towards solving this crisis. And so little tidbit here, after beginning his career at the market leading consumer electronics retailer, Eric joined Kevin O'Leary of uh, TV's Shark Tank in the consumer technology business as a part of an executive management team responsible for growing the learning company from 60 million to over 1.2 billion in sales in just six years, ultimately selling for 3.6 billion. Just uh, somebody that's been around the block and uh, sat in the employer seat who is looking forward to offering his insights today on, on this area of prescriptions and the runaway costs. So Eric, I want to welcome you to the podcast. Uh, really looking forward to hearing what you and the team are, are up to over there. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. And so, you know, obviously huge problem, lots of money being spent uh, going to places it shouldn't go and out of our pockets. So before we dive into Scripta Insights, your company, talk to us a little bit about you and what inspired your work in healthcare. Yeah, it's, it, you know, it's interesting. I, I think uh, it's not all that unusual for, for people who, uh, who've who got a bit of work under their belt to start to feel like the things that they work on, they, they want to be more important. And I had a, a lot of fun in the previous businesses that I've been in and worked on a lot of, you know, you could argue sort of frivolous products, video games and toys and so forth. Although the other side of that is that, you know, they're great enjoyment for people and a lot of fun and everybody gets a lot out of them, but pretty different than being in this space where what you're doing, you know, has a huge impact on, on people's lives. You know, I mean, that one of the oldest, you know, adages is if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. Right. And we've all been there. Like, you know, simple as a cold, right? And you're like, God, I miss, yeah. I miss breathing normally, right? Like it's, a, and so, you know, getting into and finding the opportunity to try to, you know, help in this space for me was something that was just really exciting and, and made me want to, you know, spring out of bed in the morning and get it done. You know, that, that getting up out of bed in the morning, it is so key and, and healthcare does provide us with that. You know, everything yeah. that you do is helping impact the lives of people, in a very direct way. I mean, I, I'm thinking about video games and, you know, I'm not a big gamer myself, but I also do appreciate, you know, 
it's those secondary effects, right? Like, okay, you know what? Maybe it's good for social isolation because you're gaming with somebody or it's good for your mental health, but it's that direct line that, that really motivates you and why you chose to do what you're doing today, right? Yeah, without a doubt. I, I think, you know, um, anytime you can work on a problem that, that really does have a significant effect on people's quality of life, it's privilege, really. I mean, and, and it's it's pretty exciting. And, you know, this this particular space is one that is, um, you know, it's fascinating. I, you know, for years when I was in, in the consumer business and I worked on, you know, sort of fun things like toys, et cetera, and I'd go to a cocktail party and everybody would want to hear all about that. And, you know, honestly, people are, are maybe more interested in this, you know, when you tell people that you're working on trying to bring the cost of drugs down, I mean, everybody's got a story, everybody's family's been affected, oh, yeah. everybody understands it's a really broken system. And, you know, for the most part, people feel pretty helpless. And, and that's, you know, uh, that's a big issue for our country. And it's something that, you know, we think we have, you know, a small part in, you know, hopefully making better. Yeah, for sure. We all have a story here. And, and so talk to us about Scripta Insights. What exactly are you guys doing to add value to the healthcare ecosystem? Yeah, I, you know, I, I mean, there's a there's a few ways to look at it, but I, I often try to start at just sort of the simplest level, right? Which is, you know, there's a, a weird quirk to the pharmacy benefit space. And, and that is that it is um, it is not purchased like most companies buy everything else, right? So like, you know, we mostly deal with self-insured, right? So larger corporations, over a thousand employees. And, and if you look at how they buy anything else, they know to the penny what they should be paying. They're good negotiators. They have an intense understanding of the cost of a paperclip and exactly what they're willing to spend for it. And then they get these enormous bills from their, their PBM and they just pay them. They have no way to really analyze them. And, and, and the issue is that there's this confluence of factors. It's, it's murky and you know not transparent. And then it requires a tremendous amount of expertise. And it's a market where prices change really, really rapidly and new products are introduced all the time. So it's this really complicated area to be a good buyer of. And so ultimately, you know, forgetting what category of product you're in, if you can help a buyer be a better buyer by having better insights and expertise on the category that they're buying, well, suddenly the balance of power starts to shift from the seller to the buyer. And, and technology has a tremendous track record of doing that. And, and that's really the core of, of where we fit into the, into the ecosystem. Yeah, it's a very real problem. And so you guys have a unique spin on it, right? I mean, there's, there's folks in the market wanting to tackle the space. Uh, one of the things that I found unique is that uh, you guys lead with, hey, you don't have to change your PBM. A lot right. of companies want to throw out the baby with the bathwater. You guys are are doing it differently. So talk to us about that. Yeah. What exactly is is what you guys are doing here? Well, you know, every we say all the time, it's our, our sales guys mantra. Everybody wants savings. Nobody wants disruption. And, you know, I always try to reframe that and say, you know, there's negative disruption, which of course nobody wants, but there's also positive disruption, which, you know, is a good thing, right? I mean, it, you know, it, it, that doesn't, disruption isn't inherently bad. You have to sort of decide, you know, how you're going to disrupt. Right. And so, you know, when we take a look at how to decipher this marketplace and how to make this work, a lot of times, you know, if you have the expertise and, and what's different about our company to get back to the core of the question is 
we have a pharmacy and therapeutics committee or PNT committee with 27 doctors and pharmacists on it. They are looking at, you know, basically every time there's a change in the market. And so we understand this market changes massively all the time. The first six months of 2019, there were 4,412 price increases on drugs. So that's a, that's a huge, huge and very turbulent market. If you don't have the expertise on your side to help decipher that and figure out what do you do about it? And what strategies can you take on? And how do you solve the medical condition? And importantly, of our PNT committee, they're mostly doctors, 25 of the 27. You know, the way doctors look at a medical condition is, you know, you have a medical condition, it has symptoms and causes, and we're going to treat it. And there may be several ways to treat it. The way a pharmacist looks at it is sort of you're taking X and the chemical equivalent is Y, and, and those are your two options. And that's a very different philosophy just from the beginning. And what we find is that when you have doctors who are very motivated by this issue, I mean, this is a very frustrating issue for most doctors, and they're, you know, pained by the fact that their uh, patients can't sometimes for their drugs, there's very often, you know, relatively simple solutions to, you know, find a lower cost alternative to what you're taking that, that can be equally, if not in a lot of cases, more effective. I mean, I think that's probably one of the greatest surprises in our business, right, is that people think the newest, more expensive drugs are clinically better. And typically, or at least often, that's not the case. I mean, new drugs come out and, and they're no more effective than the old drugs, but they're 100 times more expensive. Mm -hmm. And and yet the buyers of those drugs really don't have that clinical knowledge. And, and that's where we come in and combine the expertise of our doctors with the expertise of our software programmers to be able to sort of crunch all that together and say, hey, you know, you could be doing this instead of that and saving a ton of money. Yeah, no, I love it. That's great. And so as you think about how you guys have created success for your customers, talk to us about one, maybe one thing in particular that you've seen as, as wow, you know, this is the type of business impact we want to have, or this is the type of outcomes impact we want to have. Can you share? Yeah, I, I, you know, we, we come across a lot of them, fortunately, because that, that is the key to our business. You know, one that's more, you know, emotionally important that I'll mention, but it's, it's, you know, not as, not something we come across as much. And then one that that's really about data analytics, which I'll tell you about, but the more emotional impact one is we do come across times where prior authorizations are not being properly applied. And very often in those cases, they're potentially, you know, not only incredibly expensive, but can be dangerous for the patient. And so we've had a few situations like that where we've we've been able to pick that up. In some cases, it's a couple of hundred thousand dollars a year in spend, which, you know, maybe is justified and would be okay. But in these cases, you know, we're downright dangerous and, and we were able to step in and, and help deal with those. But a more common case that that's really, you know, the boring in the weed stuff, but it's what makes this business go. You know, we had a, a client who had a PBM contract and you mentioned we we don't get into PBM switching. We don't recommend PBMs. Our entire business is, is about saying you have a contract. We're going to optimize that contract. It's 400 pages long. There's lots of ways to work within it, but you don't have the tools today. So what if we gave you the tools? And so one of the things that's interesting in this space is a drug is not just a drug. If I tell you, you know, you're going to take let's say generic alprazolam, which is Xanax. You go, okay, that's a drug. Well, actually there's, there's, 32 versions of that, right? Because there's different form factors. It could be, a, you know, a pill or it could be, you know, an orally disintegrating tablet, you know, maybe it's time released. And then there's also multiple dosages. An interesting quirk that sort of happens in the space is that often that very same drug 
is incredibly differently priced at one form dosage combination than another. Yeah. And so we did an analysis for a client who had a PBM contract that made it very difficult to add step therapy, but made it very easy to add do not covers. Do not covers are a pretty emotional issue for people and one you have to be really careful of. But what we found was there were 31 drugs that we could eliminate a form dosage combination of. And just by reducing those, they could save $300,000. Now, they haven't gotten rid of the drug, and they haven't taken the drug away from anybody. All they've done is say, you know what? The 40-milligram tablet is $400, but the 20-milligram tablet is $4. So from now on, take two of those, and you'll be $8 instead of $400. And just by removing those 31 drugs, specific form dosage combinations together, you know, $300,000 in savings. And those are the kinds of things that, that you can't see unless you have the right kind of technology tools. And that's big, you know, and, and it's so complex. There's so many varieties. How are you supposed to know? I forget where this came from, but I love it. It was like, hey, you know, you're a business. How are you managing the healthcare division of your business? Yeah. And, you know, it's like we all, and that's the sad truth. And if we're not really focusing on the healthcare division of our business, we're going to fail. You know, in this global economy where resources matter, you know, we have to be thinking about how we spend on healthcare. And so you guys, out of the complexity, are able to find these, these little things that, make a big difference. And then you add them up, right? And say you find five of them. You're at $1.5 million a year, right? I mean, that's just crazy. It's awesome. Yeah. We, you know, I was just looking at analysis this morning for a really large client and it was what we can do is sort of drill down because going back to that whole like disruption thing, right? So, so one mm -hmm. of the things that that we try to do is really ease our, our clients into this and say, look, you know, let's just start with the low hanging fruit. Let's start with the easy stuff. Right. And so it was like, 10 drugs that, that we found $23 million of savings on, just 10 drugs, right? And then you went further and just three of those were like 14 million in savings and only affected, you know, I can't remember the exact number, but let's say it was, you, you know, 60 employees. Out and, of annual, 60, and this is annual right? savings? Annual savings. That's insane. And, and so, so now you're at a point where you can start to make a smart decision. And that's, you, you know, for us, we're called Script Insights for a reason. Everything for us starts with an insight. And what we want to do is make sure that you know uh, what options you have, and you may or may not want to take them. But you, if you don't know you have them, then you can't take them. So, you know, what if we just started with going and putting together a program for these 60 employees that are going to save you, you know, $14 million and just really target those guys because it's an easy switch and it's easy to go after and the money on the table is huge. And now, you know, the other 59,600 employees or whoever it is, they're not getting affected at all. They don't know right. a thing about it, but you're saving $14 million. Oh so, so, you know, the ability to drill down to look at where the waste is. You know, people always sort of look for look to us and say like, well, what's the magic bullet? And the magic bullet is that you have to find, you have to be able to see everything. So there's not one thing that ever matters. It's sort of, I say like, it's not that you have one huge hole in the boat and you're sinking. You have a hundred little holes yeah. and every month those hundred holes change. And so you're in a constant battle with finding the hole, plugging it. The next one pops up, plugging it. If you don't have the right tools to be able to see where those holes are popping up, you just keep taking on water. And that's what's happened in Rx benefits, right? Is that like you've gone from 5% of benefit spend to 30% of benefit spend. And 
Most forecasts have it at 50% of benefit spend in 10 years from today, which is insane if nothing changes. And, you know, first of all, I think things will change because I, I think that there are companies like us and there are, is such an awareness of this because it's become so important that we're doing something about it. But it doesn't have to be that way, but it all starts with having a better understanding of what you're spending and what and what the alternatives are to that spend. Well said. Uh, we definitely can't afford this this problem to continue. What would you say is is one of the biggest setbacks you've experienced? And uh, what was the key learning that that came out of that? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's interesting. I, I think that this is a, a complex business with a complex mm -hmm. distribution system to it, right? Right. Um, and interestingly, my my a lot of my expertise, not on purpose, but you know, you mentioned I worked with Kevin O'Leary for a long time. And that business was a, a business that our core strategic advantage was distribution. And we sort of built distribution and then bought a lot of companies to put through that funnel. I learned a lot about how that, that business strategy can be applied in different places. I think it's a very underutilized business strategy. You know, the biggest challenge for us in this business, because Frankly, the number one question I get from people if I go to a cocktail party or an investor or, you know, just a random person is, it's so obvious. Why doesn't everybody buy your product? Like if you're telling me like, you know, guaranteed savings, two to three X ROI, maybe five X ROI for some clients, why doesn't everybody do it? And the frustrating answer is because the distribution system and the system itself is not always well aligned. And so the complexities of that can be very frustrating. And so I think for us, learning how to navigate those, create the right partnerships and tell the story in the right way so that it is seen as helpful and not threatening to the establishment is pretty critical. And also the truth, because we are not in any way, you know, unless you're a PBM, we're not threatening the establishment. We're one more tool to help you as a benefits consultant or as an HR manager or as a employee slash consumer make better decisions. That's all we do. But um, in doing that, you know, for someone who is afraid of change, it's like, well, hold on a second. You're going to make me look bad. You're exposing all the things I've done wrong. Right. And, and to which we say, absolutely not. If you have a slingshot, you could be the best, most accurate slingshotter in the world. But when I give you a rifle with a scope, you're going to be that much better. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and that's sort of what we're trying to do is upgrade people from, you know, the slingshot to the rifle with a scope and say, it's a tool to help and enable your decision making and not to in some way make it look as if you haven't been doing your job. That is absolutely not what's been happening out there. I think it's just really tough to do it. And that's been, you know, I think the, the number one challenge to overcome is, is getting people to understand where we fit into the system and that we're really, you know, there to help. Yeah, that's a good call. And, you know, the practices in place today are so embedded. And, yeah. you know, just to get folks to try something else is uh, is a challenge. And that's why I think your your approach, Eric, of, you know, keep your PBM, just layer some analysis and insights with yeah. us, I, I think is a fresh approach. You know, I've um, spoken with a lot of people wanting to positively impact the space. And when you're asking them to, to, to revamp the entire thing, it's difficult. And so I applaud you for the, uh, the differentiated approach. And I think it's an opportunity for all of us who are listening to this today to think about that, that analogy that Eric left us with, you know, that scope. You know, the, the slingshot or the scope, I'll take the scope any day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely.
So, so with that, Eric, what are you most excited about? Oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about our progress, frankly. I mean, I, I think, you know, it's also an interesting and, and to, you know, be more specific to our company, right? So we are a, a young company, we, we are a tech startup. And so the maturity and growth that we've had as a company over the last 12 months has been really exciting. We've brought in some really talented new team members, and I see the impact that they're making on our business. I see the inroads that we're making in terms of being able to tell our story and get industry insiders to take a chance on us. Ultimately, I'm excited about the growth of our company and it ties back to our mission, right? Which is, you know, if we can say it, look, there's depending on how you count it. And I've looked at a lot of different ways of it, but let's say self-insured, give or take, spend about 200 to 400 billion dollars a year on pharmacy. I mean, it's it's just a massive, massive amount of money. So let's say it's 300 just to pick a number. You know, we generally find 46% savings opportunity. We generally capture like 13 or 14. You're talking about taking, you know, $50 billion of waste out of the system if we can penetrate this marketplace. That wasted money is money that goes to keeping people's benefits lower, to keeping deductibles lower, to making sure they get the health care, to making sure they can afford what they do. So, you know, I'm excited about our progress and I'm excited about what that may enable us to do in terms of having an impact on, you know, employees and employers and um, making sure that people are getting the, the right health care at a price they can afford and, and not being bankrupted by it. Because it is pretty shocking. I mean, I I know my own benefits. My wife worked for 20 plus years for a Fortune 500 company. Mm -hmm. I saw the change. Like we went from having the best benefits you could imagine to a $5,000 deductible and all of these real. And it was it was pretty painful. And I feel for people as it gets worse and worse. So I'm excited to think we can help make a difference on that. That's awesome, Eric. Yeah, it's certainly a huge opportunity. And, you know, even with the competitiveness of American businesses, you know, it, it plays a role in both the uh, micro and macro economic impacts and people's health access. Sure. So certainly awesome work that you guys are, are doing. If you want to learn more, folks, it's scriptainsights.com. You could go to outcomesrocket.health and type in Scripta Insights in the search bar and, and uh, you'll see the full transcript and links to everything that we've discussed, including the company. But man, this is this is a, a great cause, Eric. Awesome progress thus far. Why don't you leave us with a closing thought? And then the best place where the listeners could engage with you and your team if they want to consider it and continue the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we, we cover a lot. And, and so thanks for the conversation. I, I think we, we got to some pretty meaty stuff. You know, I, I mean, for me, my closing thought is, is really a simple one. And it goes back to the, the beginning, which is technology has a tremendous track record of creating transparency and shifting the balance of power in markets. Whether you look at how you buy used car today or how you source goods from China and the growth of Alibaba, you know, if you can empower buyers to be smarter buyers, they got a chance. And we live in a world where, you know, quote unquote, consumer directed healthcare is something we're pushing for. How on earth can you do that if you don't have the right tools? And that's that's the the void we're hoping to fill and and uh, that we think is going to be pretty important as as things move forward. So yeah, reach out to us anytime. Uh, you know, you can get in touch with us through the website or certainly email me directly. It's eric at scriptinsights.com. And uh, we'd love to help you reduce your pharmacy benefit costs. Love it, Eric. 
hey, this is great. Certainly excited for the progress you guys are up to and I appreciate you guys coming on. Thanks so much. Hey everyone, Saul Marquez here. Have you launched your podcast already and discovered what a pain it could be to keep up with editing, production, show notes, transcripts, and operations? What if you could turn over the keys to your podcast busy work while you do the fun stuff like expanding your network and taking the industry stage? Let us edit your first episode for free so you can experience the freedom. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more.